title of the message this morning is The Living Expression. Short, but so much word, so much truth. Matthew one twenty three says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall, they shall call his name Emmanuel. When you look that up in the Greek, that is, with us is God. With us is God. The very creation of the earth came to visit with us. It's wild when you think about it, coming out of a no time zone. I mean, eternity, there is no time zone, folks. And coming into a place where you're You're set in moments, and, and, you know, and for only 33 years, the Lord was here, but every moment had count, had to count, had to count, because he knew who he was, and he's trying to get everybody else to know who you are because of him. But I want you to go to, I'm going to be reading, so you don't have to go there. In the Passion Bible, probably my best set of scriptures in the Bible completely, uh, John 1. It says, and listen to what it says in the Passion. It says, in the beginning, in your Bible it says, was the Word. But in this one it says, in the beginning, the living expression was already there. When I looked up the Greek in that, literally that's logos, logos, the word is logos there. And literally when they define it is the living, let me read what it says. It says, the living expression of God made visible. I thought that was so good because we are what he is because of what you accepted and what you received. Comment was made, you know, God God has given us joy, give us everything. You can be happy every day or you can choose to be sad every day. And I'm here to express to you, choose life. I mean, I don't care what your age is, what's going on in your life, ups and the downs. The word, which is his expression, is in you. And I'm going to just walk through a lot of different scriptures that tell us different things about, about that. But it goes on. It says, in the beginning was the expression, in the beginning was the expression, was already there. And the living expression was with God, yet full of God. There were together face to face in the very beginning, and through his creative inspiration, the living expression made all things for nothing has nothing has existence apart from him that living expression we're talking about a fountain of life was in him his life is light to all humanity then in verse 14 it says and the living and so the living expression became a man and lived among us and gazed upon we gazed upon his glory the glory of the only the one and only who came from the Father, overflowing with tender mercy and truth. That expression, getting more of a revelation all the time on it, but that expression of him could not have happened without what he did. Came as a human being. A perfect sacrifice to die for us so that we could die with him and then we could live with that expression. We could live with that that's inside of us. 
little aggravated in my upbringing in the church because maybe I wasn't listening. Let's say it that way. But if I'd have known at 12 years old that I had the living expression inside of me, I know that it would have made my life different. And if you're out there now and you've never heard this simple illustration, we have everything he has. Because the idea of us being here is to bring others to him. He's done everything he's going to do. Your healing, your everything that's going on in your life, all the things that come up, all the worries, all the responsibilities, all that has already been covered by the living expression that came as a baby. They didn't even know what in the world was going on. They just knew something is different on this earth. Amazing how it changed the time. All of a sudden it's before Christ or after death. All of a sudden they recognized without even realizing. Even the disciples as they traveled with him didn't really have a handle on this until the end when the mystery come forth. But we've got to recognize that he's, Christ, the word Christ is the anointed and his anointing. He, 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 is, he is the anointed one, but yet he came as a baby. He messed in his diapers. He did everything babies do, but yet he was God. But yet he came as a living expression for you and I. He came that we could not follow him, but allow him to live through us. See, I can't in myself, and neither can you, be what we really want to be. Impossible. That's why I've said from the beginning of time around here, if you're dieting, you're wasting your time. Because you are doing it. Now, if you're letting him diet for you, you'll be all right. He has to be the one flowing through us for anything to come out that's going to touch anybody else. We can live in this world, and people do it all the time, but yet the anointing is not with you if you're not allowing the anointing to flow through you and know that you've got it. You know, it, every day is a miracle. Every day of your life is a miracle. Romans 8.35 said, Who shall separate us from the love of God? Who? No one. No one, can, no one can pull me away from that that I believe in. No one can take me. No one can. That that he did cannot be taken from me. I'm sealed in the, by the Holy Spirit. I, I'm, I'm with him forever. I have everything I need. I can, be, I can be a blessing or I can be a grouch. Because all he gives me is blessing, but my old nature wants to pull up the grouch. But yet we trust in him in every situation and circumstance. Hebrews 13, 5 says, I will never leave you or could grab this revelation. He never, ever, I don't care if you're a bad boy or a bad girl, he's still with you. He never leaves me. He never forsakes me. I don't care what I walk through. I don't care what's going on. Greg Renfro went through, how many days was it Greg was in the hospital? One hundred and... Five months. Five months. The only way you can make that is knowing who's got you. He never, ever, for five months, left Greg. Even when Greg didn't even know he was there. And that was quite a few months he didn't even know he was there. But we did, and we prayed... We stood in the gap. God did his work because God always does his work. 
Grant this. I mean, he never, ever leaves me. He, he's always for me. Always. Connie's favorite scripture, Romans 8, 28. All things work together. All. It says all. So that, I don't understand all of that. But it says it. And it's the word. And the word came as flesh. And the word is in us. And the word is, and the word is our answer. And the word is our answer. Hebrews 4.12 says this is sharper than any two-edged sword. What is? The word. What is? Jesus. <laughs> what did we call him a while ago? The living expression is in you. It's with us. It never leaves us. James 1.17 says every good and perfect gift comes from above. Every blessing in your life comes from above. All the Christmas you get this year comes actually from above. All the happiness you get this year, coming year. You know, folks, we need to quit messing around. You need to make a new resolution coming up here. Why don't we all together charge 22 instead of waiting to see what happens? Why don't we recognize he knew about all this took place over the past months, years, he knew that there'd be somebody making a virus that was going to hurt people. He knew that was, but he also knew that we're overcomers. He also, he also know the word. He came as a child and already knew. So why don't we step into 22 and just start taking it and recognize that we've got that in us and recognize if we've got the word, we've got all we ever need. We've got the answer. We have the Holy Spirit flowing through us. We, we have him to help us. We have him to comfort us. We have him to take care of us. That's the word. It all came through Jesus. He was a man, but he was the Holy Spirit, and he was God. He was all three because he's God, and that God is inside of us, and that God wants to touch us, and he, he every good and perfect gift. Psalms 84.11 says, No good thing will I withhold from them that walk uprightly. Well, I do walk uprightly. That's not to see if you can. That's to know you can. Because you have righteousness. You're already righteous in his eyes. So in God's eyes, you're walking righteous every day. You say, but I mess up. Of course you do. You fall short. You sin. But that's why we have the blood of Jesus. That's why he came as a baby. That's why he came as a human being to die for your sins and recognize that you are uprightly. And he, so he's always, always giving us good. Always, always. Proverbs 10, 6 says, blessings are the one. Blessings on the one. Blessings are on the head of the righteous. Blessings are on the head of the righteous. You're righteous. Not because of you. It's all because of that little baby that walked through what he had to walk through. I, sometimes when I, when I think about this, you know, as a, as a baby, he had to be taken care of. One of the things that come out in The Chosen was how less she felt important towards him because he could do everything. And when she recognized, he really recognized he was a God, he could do everything. And he had, but think about him knowing one of the last things we've seen here on Wednesday nights. He was looking down over the camp where they stayed and they were all gone. And you could reflect, he's thinking, and they're all going to be gone. 
but yet he knew. But yet because he knew, he withstood because of you. How much love he has for you. He stood. He stood. He stood on the word. He stood on himself. He stood on what he knew was going to happen. He did what needed to be done so that we could walk in that. He upholds me in every situation and circumstance. Psalms 37, 17 says, The Lord upholds the righteous. He upholds me in, in every situation and circumstance. Anything you walk through, anything you accidentally walk through, anything that just happens in your life. You all realize sometimes stuff happens to you. God allows it to happen to you so that you can help someone else. So that when they walk through it, you... I, I didn't have any type of revelation of what it's like to lose your spouse because I'd never lost my spouse. But once I lost my spouse, I have a different compassion for those that lose their spouse or someone that says, yes, I lost my husband, I lost my wife so long. It's totally different because the, the real Christ that was just tucked away about that situation is now real to me to the place of, I have an understanding, even though we all grieve differently, I have a diff why? Because he's in me, because he upholds me in every situation, and he's always upheld me in every situation, and he will always uphold me in every situation. Colossians 1.17 says, he is before all things, and in him all things consist. Even in my ugly, even in your, Stanley, I mean, Stanley was so ugly this morning coming down the hall that I thought he hasn't got a chance. But guess what? That scripture says right there that he created all this. That ugly sweater is holding together because of Christ. I'm standing on this platform because of Christ. If it wasn't for the gravity he designed... Wouldn't it be something to spend a life just holding on at any moment? You how could we, I mean, how could, even the mind out there that's saying there is no God, you're dumber than a box of rocks. <laughs> I mean, just study science. Science can't figure it out. They... They've got the Hubble telescope now designed or the place where it is seeing light, millions of light years out there. And God just said, let there be light. And we're going, there's not a God? No, but what's amazing is that God that created everything said, I want to be a part of you. And I want to live with you. Emmanuel, God with us. He's always with us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. Hebrews 11.3 said he framed the world by his word. He framed the world by this baby. He framed the world by this child that walked through life. He framed the world by this, this word. He framed the world by every word that he spoke. You frame your world by the words you speak. That's why saying what he says... And doing what he does will change your world. You can get up every morning and you can complain, and that'll be your world. Or you can get up every morning and start the habit that Brad initiated and thank him. Thank him that you woke up. How many had nights where you've just dreamed 
thinking that it was so real. Wouldn't you hate that forever? So just wake up and go, that was a dream. Thank you, Lord. See, that, he, he never misses a beat with you. He, he loves you. He's holding you. He's with you. He's with you for a purpose. Did you give that much thought? Every one of us. I don't care who you are by internet. If you're around the world, happen to be listening to us right now. You are designed for a purpose. If he can count the hairs on my head, the ones coming and the ones going, then he can keep track of everybody that's in this room and everybody and he has designed a purpose for you. He has designed someone for you to change, someone for you to meet. Chris and I were talking the other day. Almost 13 years now he's been in prison. But he's, had, he's got the revelation and he's at peace with life. He knows that if it's just one person he can talk to a day that can change their heart and change their direction, his purpose is being, he's being used. And there's a purpose for where he's at and what's going on. And he's okay with that. Even though he knows the truth, he has a purpose. He had a, he had a, gang, he had a gang leader got saved here about a month and a half ago through him. Life-changing. As mean as this man was, six foot seven something, Intimidating, he said, is complete, but yet when he said yes to Jesus, his life changed. Purpose. See, you've got a purpose. You don't know who you're talking to every day. You don't know at a young age who, who's watching you, who's seeing you. You don't know at an old age who's watching you. You don't know what's your response to someone, what it does to someone. You don't know that, that that purpose is being used. See, he's going to finish the work he started. It's a guarantee. Hebrews 4.12, and, I, and I've already quoted that. Hebrews 4.12 says that the word, which is him, which is that baby, that word divides and separates my thoughts and my intents to be more like him. To follow the word so I can be on the positive side, be on the thankful side, and not be on the grouchy, complaining side. You know, you know a side you don't want to be on? If, maybe I don't know who I'm talking to. If you're holding a fence towards anybody, let that go because you are stopped. You are to stand still. And the Christ that came as a baby and died for you wants to flow through you, but because of your offense that you're carrying, it stops. Your bitterness and your unforgiveness will destroy you, and nobody else will even know that you got one. I can't point to anybody that I know in here that I know they've got offense. But yet everybody here knows if you do. Choose life and allow what I'm talking about to flow through you in forgiveness. And see what happens. I didn't want to get on this, but obviously it's for some, maybe some about internet. You guys are all good. What happens, and you know this, what happens is you take offense, you got hurt. Poor you. And then you're going to stand and you're going to become God. I happened to watch the shack. Remember the shack? I happened to watch it again. Whoa, I forgot the good parts that's in that. Oh, there's, there's stuff in it that's like, oh, come on. But when it comes to, okay, you sit on the throne and you choose 
who should go and who should stay. You've got two children. They both have lied to you. Which one are you going to tell them to go to hell? That's what we're doing when we're taking offense and we're holding on to it. You're choosing that that person's wrong. You're choosing that they hurt me. You're choosing to carry that unforgiveness. That's not your purpose. Our purpose is to follow him. Our purpose, Second Chronicles 16, 9 says, He wants to show himself on behalf of those whose hearts are loyal. He, he, he just wants someone that's loyal and just to, to, to just operate from the heart, operate from the love that's inside of you. See, it's been poured out into your life, and it's there. It's a part of you, and he wants you to express your love, which is his love, to everybody, no matter how corrupt and how mean and how ornery and how many things have been said about you, you've you got to just let it go because God, God came as a baby so that we wouldn't have all this to deal with. We could just let it go. He could have done it any other way he wanted to, but he knew that he had to have a perfect sacrifice, so he brought himself. And he died for us. He, his baby went through all of that. I mean, he was so obedient that when mama said, make the water into wine, but it's not my time, do whatever he says. Obviously, it was time. Sometimes you think it's not your time. If he's in you from whatever age, or however long ago, then he's got your time. And he knows what's going on. And he stepped out of no time to help you through your time to get where there's no time. I can't say that again. But, but it's the truth. God is so good, he just meets every need. 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, He always leads us in triumph in Christ. And through us, diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. You're in a continual parade, and you've got a continual purpose in your life. And I don't care if you're here, if you're at work, if you're at school, if you're running around on the back roads, if you're, if you're doing things you shouldn't be doing, you know if you've got him, you know what am I doing. You've got to make a choice in your doing. You know when you're on the phone, you know when you with your best girlfriend, your best boyfriend, and you're talking, and you're saying things you shouldn't, you know. Why do you know? Because you're in a parade, and he knows where you are in the parade, and he didn't put you in the back, he didn't put you in the front, he put you where he wanted you, and in that parade, our place is just to trust him in the parade, even though you might be behind the horses. He said, well, the parade's over. There's somebody cleaning up behind that. Every big parade, they've got hired people in the parade right behind the horses. <laughs> Maybe you're behind the horses. But it don't matter. You've got a purpose. You know, you know, they say there's no problems. There's no dew in the stall if there's no people. You say, well, Pastor, you're getting a little graphic. No, it's all a bunch of crap. But with him, it's not. 
With him, it's, you, you see the other side of the fence. With him, you see where we're going. With him, you see that there might be possibility for that person. So I'm not going to judge them. I'm just going to love them. I'm just going to let them be who they're supposed to be. They, they made mistakes, but I have made my mistakes, and they give me grace, and we're going to walk with him, and we're going to trust with him. See, through you, guys, come on up. Through you, through you, there's a never-ending miracle. Through you, he's touching lives and he's, he's changing things. Through you, through you, see, you become, grab this. You, when you said yes to Jesus, you had no idea this was going on. But when you said yes to Jesus, you become a living expression. Now, we can either live for him and help him get the work done quicker, or we can live for self. And self has always been so destructive. But living expression of him has always been joy, happiness, life. Let's stand. Father, we thank you that we trust in you. And Lord, we thank you. There's so much joy that you've placed in our hearts. There's so much expression of who you really are and what you really did for us. It's already done. We just have to understand that it can flow through us. We just have to open the vessel and allow it to go forth. We trust in you, Lord, and we thank you for that. In Jesus' name.
give them a few minutes and then go get cookies. Hey, listen, don't just pay by the pound. After the pound is, they say, well, it'd be, that'll be $37.50. Add another 20 to it. Add another 10 to it. Let's bless the youth department. Call you blessed, you are dismissed.